Number 1. Burj Al Babas If you've ever been to Disneyland, you'd probably have a hard time trying to imagine it empty of any guests. Well, this former luxury village in Turkey will give you a good idea of what that might look like. Burj Al Babas is comprised of over 500 Disney-like mini-castles and is surrounded by a majestic forest. This fantasy setting might look like a fairy tale from afar. But if you get close enough, you'll see that construction was only halfway completed and at a total cost of $200 million. Inspired by the Chateau de Chinesu in France's Loire Valley, these castle-like homes were built with a whimsical design. This included rooftop terraces and Gothic-style turrets, a home fit for Disney royalty. So, what happened to this storybook paradise? In 2014, Turkish real estate entrepreneurs, brothers Meshir and Mehmet Yordelin, launched the project in Murdana. The location was strategically chosen for its hot springs and healing waters. No doubt a brave knight could recuperate here after a daring showdown with a fire-breathing dragon. It was intended to attract tourists from all over the world, not necessarily kings and queens. However, in the years after construction began, Turkey was hit with an economic crash leading to investors pulling out. As a result, the Yurdelin brothers and their partner group, the Sariet Group, were handed a court-ordered bankruptcy. Although they were forced to abandon the project, they left behind one of the most unbelievable towns in the world. This haunting fairy tale village has become a playground for thrill-seekers and adventurers. Number 2. Six Flags New Orleans Speaking of Disneyland, this following location is a real-life abandoned theme park, minus the scary clowns. New Orleans might be better known for its jazz clubs and festivals, but it's also home to a spooky Six Flags deserted town. Formerly called Jazzland, Six Flags acquired the park in 2003 and rebranded it Six Flags New Orleans after investing $20 million in upgrades. This dazzling new park saw its last day of business just two years later. The culprit behind this closure is Hurricane Katrina, a Category 5 hurricane classified as the fourth most intense Atlantic hurricane to make landfall in the United States. As the park was located next to a massive body of water named Lake Pontchartrain, the massive storm caused the lake to overflow. Katrina flooded the theme park, causing severe damage to everyone's favorite rides. Six Flags wasn't built to be a water park, so it was deemed unfit to reopen. Nobody wants to ride a soggy roller coaster, do they? After salvaging some of the rides and relocating them to other parks, Six Flags forfeited ownership, and the park has remained abandoned ever since. The city has since tried to redevelop or demolish the park, but to no avail. If you were to pay a visit, the derelict theme park might look like something out of a horror movie. You may have seen it in an actual horror movie, as the location has often been leased to production companies as a filming location. Number 3. Hotuin Village Have you got a friend who's a natural plant lover? No doubt their home looks like an indoor jungle. This next town might seem familiar to you then. Located on Shenzhen Island off the eastern coast of China, Hodouin was once a prosperous fishing village. By the 1980s, it was populated by a community of over 3,000 residents. However, if you were to visit it today, the only population you would find would be of the green variety. The entire village and its still furnished homes are now overgrown with lush climbing plants. So, where did all the people go? 
Well, it just so happens that this remote, ocean-facing, cliffside village is extremely difficult to reach, making the exchange of resources a challenge. Due to limited education and food delivery concerns, the village residents began relocating in the 1990s. Maybe they grew tired of eating fish, fish, and more fish. The remaining residents eventually merged with a nearby village, leaving their former home completely abandoned by 2002. Once the village was deserted, nature wasted no time in reclaiming it. Humans no longer needed it, so the plants were welcome to move in and call it home. You can still visit Hodowin by taking a hiking trip around the village. Make sure to bring your own plant-loving friend with you. He'll be sure to appreciate the greenery. Number 4. Hutta You'll need to get your kilts and bagpipes ready for this one. The St. Kilda Archipelago on the western edge of Scotland, um, Scotland, comprises several isolated islands, the largest of which is Hutta, which has a rich human history, yet no residents living there today. Although there are several abandoned islands across the planet, Hutta is rare, considering its long history and isolated way of life. At the time it was inhabited, it was challenging to reach. A few hundred years ago, you could only make a journey by open boat, which would often spend several days and nights. So, back then, it wasn't a top-rated tourist attraction, and you'd be worse off than jet-lagged by the time you arrived. The earliest written life records on Hutta date back as far as the late Middle Ages. However, archaeologists have discovered stone tools and Bronze Age quarry on one of the island's mountains, confirming habitation in prehistoric times. In 1930, Hutta was occupied with its final 36 remaining residents, making up the entire village population. So everyone probably knew each other pretty well. The culture on the island was one of modest traditions, such as sheep farming, weaving, and fishing. No smartphones or autos back then. Though it was the intervention of the modern world that eventually proved to drive people away from the island. Many young locals moved elsewhere, emigrating to countries like Australia. Hey, you can visit the suburb of St. Kilda in Melbourne, Australia, so named after the Scottish islands. The dwindling population eventually had to face a harsh reality. Life on the island was unsustainable, with so few numbers and modernity just across their shores. So, the final residents elected to leave their homes behind for the mainland. The ruins of their traditional Scottish coastal village can still be discovered on the island. Most uniquely, however, you'll be able to find dry stone huts scattered throughout the landscape, which were used for storing and drying food. Number 5. Jamana Village What was once considered a quaint and friendly village within a picturesque Romanian valley is now submerged under a lake that looks like it's straight out of a science fiction movie. Now, if you were to visit Jamana Village today, all you'd be able to see are a few rooftops and the village church steeple breaching the surface of the lake. But don't expect a snorkel for a view of the rest. The lake is highly toxic. So, how did this once peaceful town sink into a lake of hazardous sludge? Well, in 1978, rich reserves of copper were discovered in the Abuseni Mountains close to the village. The mining of the copper pit created vast amounts of toxic waste with nowhere to put it. That is, until a solution was manufactured. Jamana was selected as the dumping ground for this waste. Up to 400 families were evacuated from their homes and relocated to nearby communities within the year. An artificial lake first flooded the valley. 
This lake was then used to dispose of the mine's toxic elements, turning it into a swirling, multicolored bowl of contaminated sludge. The village is now deep beneath the toxic lake, with only a few taller structures still peeking stubbornly above the surface. Although most of the village was evacuated, 20 residents still lived around the toxic lake as their homes were conveniently located high enough to avoid the flooding. Though I doubt they consider the lake a refreshing spot to take a swim. Number 6. The Great Abandoned Train Yard If you're looking to catch a train, you might be a little late for your departure from this town. Try around 80 years earlier. Located among the desolate trading region of Oyuni, high in the Andean plain of Bolivia, you'll find the remains of over 100 train cars. One of the world's largest antique abandoned train yards, there is a unique beauty in how these rusty locomotives lie in the far-reaching desert. Oyuni was originally meant to become a major train destination for the region due to its ideal location. It acted as a hub between major cities in Chile, Bolivia, and Argentina. Not only was it a hub for transportation in the region, but it was also a means of transporting minerals from the mines to the Pacific ports. Oyuni proved to be a successful trading operation in prime real estate and an excellent location for train spotters. So, wait a minute. How did it become the great abandoned train yard? Well, as you might have guessed, the story doesn't end there. After 1942, the mines had been exhausted of their minerals and effectively closed. As a result, the trains were abandoned in the salt flats, but they're far from lonely today. The train yard has become a popular tourist attraction, and many of the trains are decorated with graffiti, adding to their unique charm. If you intend to visit, you can always stay the night at a nearby hotel called the Salt Palace, constructed from 1 million salt blocks. Walls, floors, chairs, and beds are all made of salt. So you can leave your salt shakers at home. They've got you covered. Pepper? Well, that's another story.